and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. <laughs> Matt, I'm Courtney. what do we do here? We talk through the do-dos and the don't-dos of personalized learning. Yes, we do. Yep. So, uh, we have something cool to talk about today. Yeah. We always have something cool to well, talk about. Well, that's true. About. That's true. So, we've been talking with uh, new teachers quite a bit. Yep. And some, and some veteran teachers, to Totally. Yep. Yep. And a lot of the questions that we have... Uh, it's not really like like PD that we that we had, but it's more just like we get in a room and we just start talking about what's what's going on. Yeah, we so we both do this respectively um, yeah. with the the adults we work with, the teachers, the adult learners we work with, if you will. Um, instead, of, we have kind of like the planned PD sessions, but now and then we also just have like an open come on in. It's a time where you know you've got our ear or my ear or Matt's ear and right. ask us your questions. Yeah. It just let's have discussion yeah. on how things are going. Yeah. We're, it's really nice. To so do. we've had these meetings recently and what has come up is basically they ask questions, but they preface it with, okay, this is what I'm doing. Blah, blah, right. blah. Am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? And it, it's fascinating because of course they are. Yes. Because they're thinking through what they're doing. And, you know, it's a variety of things. We've talked with some social studies teachers. We've talked with world language teachers. We've talked with new elementary teachers. I talked with a music teacher. I talked with an art teacher. Yeah. So it's all over the place. It is. But the question is always, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Is this what you want me to do? Right. So I was just thinking about this, how it seems to come from, like, this fear that they're doing it wrong. It comes from... Mm -hmm. What I see is like two different like explanations. Okay. So one explanation is the like the more kind of immediate external like my boss is going to tell me I'm doing this wrong I'm going to get fired kind right. of fear. Yeah. Right. And then the other fear is like the more long term external maybe a little bit of internal fear but like I'm going to mess these kids up. Right. Yeah. And that is always the root of the concern. Um, that's just that the, the first one is really that's just human nature, right? You want to you oh, want to yeah. be doing the right things for for the, the company you work for in this case school districts and, and schools. Right. Of course, you want to do do things that please your boss and get good feedback. That's just human nature, I think. Yeah. The, the second one is always cool to me because I, I find it fascinating. It's really difficult if you really think about it. It's really difficult to actively make kids dumber. dumber. No, you're not <laughs> going to make kids dumber. And you're not. That's the thing. A yeah. lot of them learn in spite of you. Yes. You know, kids always make progress. Wait, I think we should pause there and okay. say all of them learn in spite of us. Not just well, that's true. most of them. <laughs> it's all, true. All of them. Yeah. And but uh, so let, let's talk about what what they talked about really in, in our respective groups. It, yeah. It's always like I've got this plan. I'm I'm doing this. It's, I think it's going to help kids, am I doing this right? Right. And that was really the, the, the end result of everything that, that I've been asked for is, am I doing this right? Yeah. And I, I asked them, what, what do you think if it's, if it's not going to work, are you going to keep doing it? <laughs> and yes. they're like, well, uh, <laughs> like, well, no, I'd probably tweak it a little bit to make, it, make sure that, that it's worked so right. I can see where the kids are, are moving and make sure they're moving. Like, okay, well, how is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> you know, of course, try anything you want. Yeah. You know, we have some, some tools to help. We have some tips to help. Uh, that's why the, the people are in the room trying to get more advice. But for me, it's like try anything. 
Yeah, just just try try something. You're not you're not going to make them dumber. Yes. Just try it. Just and, try it and it's okay. And I heard yeah. some great things in the last few days about about the way they want to organize their their learning targets right. and, and the way they're trying to get kids through math and and is there one way to teach uh, right. for some particular targets and and we're always like no it's the, the targets should be open enough that kids can attack them from many different angles mm -hmm. they're designed that way yes i mean that's there is a method to curriculum development right so in a personalized learning in, in a proficiency based yeah absolutely well okay thank you for that <laughs> no problem thank you for yeah. that but it, it's designed so kids can be can they they can they can attack it from their own interests or from their own needs right. or or what they're uh, what they're interested in as as a group or individually, so there's no one way to teach, and teachers need to be open for that. I right. mean that that takes some training, and that's why we have talks right. about this. Is is there are many ways that kids are going to attack things, including ways that you've never even thought of. Right. So you need to be flexible enough to allow that. I think that's kind of the crux of this is that, so if we think about the way all of us, um, or I should say most of us, I'm sure there are some listeners out there who went to some like crazy hippie schools where, you know, it felt much more like what we're trying to do and maybe even <laughs> extreme versions of what we're trying to do. But Matt and I both went to pretty traditional schools. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and um, so we were raised in that industrial system and, you know, even just working in a school district, even a school district that is progressive, you still have a lot of that industrial, you know, industrialized yeah. um, organizational structures where we still feel that pressure to be like, am I doing this right? Am I putting the cog in the right hole? Right. Like, right. And, and, and so it's hard for our teachers to live in this system too, where you know, in my district, we have worked very hard at opening it up. Mm -hmm. You know, and like we often, when a question is asked of us, we often just throw it right back. You know, well, what do you think? You know, and we just, we come back to some very basic tenets over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, and so when we think about the adults that we have that work with our learners that are always asking this, am I doing it right question, it makes a lot of sense that they're always, because our learners are also always asking, exactly. are we doing it right? Exactly. You know, and our teachers are having to be, oh, it's so meta, are like having to be, you know, <laughs> when we're the ones being like, well, what do you think? You know, well, teachers are the ones asking their young learners, well, what do you think? And so it's it takes a while to get into it. But then um, when, and so I saw this the other day with a new teacher, kind of like, like, it's not really a light going on, but you can see that they like get validated and realize that it really is okay to try something right and if it doesn't work try it again um and that it's going to be okay and and that's really cool it is yeah. really cool so I, I had this uh i'll tell you a short story do it so i was at a district uh the other day and we we're talking about the difference between learning menus and we're using learning menus to talk about the difference between scoring guides and rubrics yeah. Which is another podcast. Yeah. But basically, we had a rubric for a project that this music teacher was doing. And she said, I've been doing this for years. Uh, the kids really like it. I really like it. I'm getting great feedback. All is well so far. And then she says, well, there's this one part of it that the kids really struggle with. Mm -hmm. And it's the difference between melody and 
uh, some other things that I actually forget. So I apologize if you're listening. <laughs> but she says, the kids really struggle with this part, and I don't know what to do. So we're like, okay, well, if we have this learning menu, we can identify those, those different foundational pieces. Mm. And you'll get, some, you'll get the kids to be uh, learning a little bit more specifically about those things. I said, are there other things on this rubric that you're finding to be difficult for kids? And she was like, no, they, they pretty much get most of this, this basic stuff. Uh, but this is really where they struggle. Huh. Like, so this is where you need a learning menu. And you really, really need to focus on those particular pieces because that's where they're struggling. And she was like, that's, that's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. So I had to ask. I'm like, well, you've identified the problem. Okay, you're going to try to help your kids using this tool, and suddenly I think you're going to end up with, with what you want at that point. Yeah. And, of course, that's okay because that's the end goal, right, that the kids want. You want to learn, to learn about melody and the other stuff that they're not right now, and that's okay. Yeah. But, but really her question in the back of the mind that, that we were just talking was, am I doing this right? And so did she um, or he? I, I it was a she. It, it yeah. was a she. Okay, did she? You may have said that, but did That's she okay. um, come to like a point of resolution and acceptance on like, oh, good and or yeah, yeah. she she went she back and she's like, I know what to do now, good. and I'm gonna set this up, and when you come back later, yeah. I'm gonna show it to you and, and see if see if it worked. Nice and and give feedback and I'm like, That's, and this was a teacher says who prefaced it by saying. You know, I'm, I'm an old dog, and I don't know if I can learn some of these new tricks. I've been doing this for 33 years. Yeah. I'm like, well, of course you can do it because you're coming to me right now. Right. So let's talk about it. Yeah. And I said, you, I really haven't done anything. She really came up with all of that information herself, and I just kept nodding my head going, yep, that sounds good. Yep, yes. that sounds good. Yep, that sounds good. Yeah. So it was more the, the validation part. Oh, yeah. But it was oh my God, like ninety percent okay. of the time. That's how these conversations. Go. Exactly. Ninety percent <laughs> of the time. It's that. And what you said is so true. It's like if the person is coming to you, being like, "I was thinking this and this," like they have it. They just need right. a sounding board. Yeah. And exactly. oh yeah, most of my job is just validating. <laughs> like, yes. Don't tell anyone. I'm sorry. Courtney. That's not true. I work <laughs> so hard. I do work. I work hard. That's it. You're the hardest work I've ever seen. Oh man. Uh, yeah, we don't want to hide any of the secrets, so we're just saying, yeah, that's okay, and that's our job. And what do you think? And what do you think? That's it. Now oh you two Lord. can be an instructional coach in a district <gasps> curriculum something or other. <laughs> Those are the real secrets, so if you made it to the end of this episode, <laughs> go get your certification. You're all set. Oh there Lord. is no certification for instructional coach. You can just kind of be like. That's another secret. I You're giving one. them all away. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my lord. Ah, uh, they they can handle the truth. All right. So. Anyway, well, so before we wrap it up, I do kind of want to leave people with like, so what are like how if you don't have a Matt or a Courtney to go <laughs> be validated by? <laughs> <laughs> what are some things? You could, like, what are some questions you could ask yourself or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are some internal prompts or something that you could just run through? Well, some th I'm trying to think back when, when I was teaching when I did some of these things because I, I tried to be one of those non-traditional teachers yeah. in a traditional system, of course, right? Cause I, yeah, that's hard. It, it, it was very difficult. Yeah. You know, I was, a, I was a teacher who came in uh, later in life because I had a, had a previous career. Yeah. And so I, I had some different ideas. <laughs> 
and I, I, you know, I had long hair, and I was more of that hippie type at that that particular Shut point. Up. It was awesome. <laughs> so it was really good. So I wanted to be somebody that was different and yeah. and not really be the traditional math teacher. Um, and I ended up with a lot of the traditional things. Yeah. But you know, one of the one of the biggest things. This is so dumb, but it's so obvious too. Is I didn't put the class into rows. Mm. Like every other every other room every in other the school class. had yeah. that, I decided to put them in like groups of four, oh. and just to get them talking. And yeah, their backs were to the board sometimes. Well, that's okay because we we wanted to do they some don't different need to things. Be staring at the board all the I time. I wanted some collaboration and some discussion. Yeah. And I remember some of my colleagues came in you know, before school, and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I'm putting them into groups." Oh, you're you're one of those. <laughs> Like, all right, well, I'm not going to be talking to you for help. So I just wanted to try it and see what happens. The rebel, you know. So I didn't really have any anyone to bounce it off, right? Because they were very, very traditional, and I didn't have a Matt and a Courtney to to bounce this off. So what? How would you know? How would you? Validate I just tried yourself? it. You just tried it. I just tried it, and I think back to uh, a podcast from long ago. Uh, shout out to Jesse Boyce right here. I know you're listening, oh, Jesse. Yeah, we miss her. Hi, so, Jesse. Hi. Uh, so we, one of the things she said was, I get rid of all my desks. And then my principal came in and was just like, huh, <laughs> and walked out. And I remember that story particularly. And later it was, it was fine, obviously, yeah. but it was just like, I'm just not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to do it just because do it. I know this is what I want to try for kids. And if, if you don't have that sounding board, if you're in a school that, that maybe not is, uh, you know, as supportive, or you don't have that that sounding board. Yeah. You know, if you go to your principal, that's always a scary thing. It's, it's, it can as be. We just found out. You know, because if you're yeah. going to ask for something, sometimes they'll give you uh, either the answer you don't want or just a non-answer. Yeah. You know, I've done this before, and it, yeah. it, it turned out okay. But you know, it's it's like you're expecting. Hell yeah, Courtney, you can do that. Yeah, that's awesome, and that's that. not, not going gonna, to happen you're ever. Probably not going to get that. So just go ahead and try something. If if you have a backup, if you've thought about it, <laughs> just imagine Matt saying, "Hell yeah, go yes, for it." Yes, exactly. If you have an idea and you've thought it through and you want to try it for kids, how can that be wrong? Because you're obviously on your path to. If this doesn't work, I'm going to tweak it also. Yeah. Or I'm going to stop doing things that that I think aren't helping kids. Right. I mean, if you're aware yeah. of that issue already, you're already down the path to being okay you're with it. You're halfway there. You are, and that's okay. Yeah. It's always going to be okay if you have a reason for it. Right. And I think Try it. Yeah, try it. And I think one of the, you know, I'm thinking about a foreign language teacher I was talking with at one of these open meetings um, where her big thing was like, am I doing this right? What are the expectations? My kids are so excited about Spanish. And it was like, that right there. Yep. Like, if you try something and engagement and excitement and motivation goes up, win. Yep. Every time. Every time. Even Keep if it's it. messy, even <laughs> if it's louder than it normally is, win. Yes. You know, if you try something and you have less engagement, less motivation, less enjoyment, lose. <laughs> there you go. Shrug, shrug your shoulders, <laughs> go, oh, well, and try something different. Yes. Yes, it's not a big deal if you fail. No. Your kids are going to fail all the time. All the time, and that's where they learn and we know that as educators, why is it any different for us right. if we try something and fail and we learn from it? Yeah. Okay? That models it fantastically for your kids that geez, I'm an adult, yeah. I'm a professional and I still try things and I still fail and right. I still move on. 
and I try to learn from it, that's a great model for your kids, yeah. if nothing else. If so nothing else. And intentionally if you, fail sometimes. Right. And if you want to, like, up the level of culture building in your classroom or just, you know, tell them about it, you know, the next day or stop the activity and yes. be like, this isn't working, is it? Why? And ask them instead of keeping it your thing. Because remember, this is their learning also. So get feet. And sometimes things that you think were fails were wins for the learners. So don't forget to keep them in that loop when you're assessing if something worked or not. Um, and you're doing it right. You're doing it right. We were very meta today, weren't we? Yeah, it was a good one. Big picture fun. stuff. Okay. Awesome. All right, so we have about three more weeks before we go to Inacall. We are MCs of the Voices Hub Yeah. down at Inacall. So if you are in Orlando at the end of the month in October. Come visit us. Come visit us. Yeah. If you're in the area, come visit us. Let us know. Yeah, or if you see us walking around the convention hall with, you know, microphones, say hi. We'll have T-shirts with our faces on it. Are we really? No, we're not doing that. So. I was thinking maybe we would make big buttons, one that says I'm Matt and one that says I'm Courtney. <laughs> What's your biggest doo-doo? Just walk around yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants to contribute to our bail money, uh, they can send it to <laughs> plearnmc at gmail.com. That's right. So you can follow us on Twitter at plearnmc. I'm at belolancy. And you can follow me at Eat Sleep Sats. You can visit our Facebook page, yeah. Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. And our website, plearnmc.com. Put stuff on our parking lot. Yeah, and there's a new link there to learner -centered, a learner-centered um, blog that I write that has learner-centered tips. What? Yeah, so check that out too. And hey, we'll talk next time. <laughs> Thank you.